<laughs> Peanuts, huh? All right. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 106. Today, we're talking about WordPress security best practices. Let's go around the room here and get everyone introduced. We almost have a full house. We go in alphabetic order, and we're going to start with Chris. Chris Wigman, or for iThemes, doing the iThemes security plugin. Very nice. How about you, George? Uh, my name is George Stefanis. I work for Automatic, and I am the team lead of Jetpack when I'm not doing core stuff for contributing to help out the community. Very cool. Joseph, how about you? Hey, I'm Joseph Branson. I work with Securi Security, and I do research and customer service, so I deal with uh, a lot of security issues, malware infections on a day-to-day -day basis. Very cool. Uh, Kalen. Hi, I'm Kalen. Um, I am a freelance WordPress developer, and I do a lot of work building themes and plugins for clients. Awesome. What about you, Rob? I'm um, Robert New. Uh, I work at WP Psych here, and uh, we're working on a theme shop called Flagship right now. So there's that. Very nice. How about you, Say? And she's me. And she's me. <laughs> oh, no Which is how way. Like My dog is, like, doing weird things. I'm great Sarid. success. I have a great success. Uh, I'm Sarid. I said that, like, four times now. And my name is Say. <laughs> <laughs> and my Twitter handle is at Sarid Media. I do stuff with WordPress. And I talk on this show. Yay. Hi. <laughs> so cooler. So cooler. And how about you, Steve? <laughs> I'm Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Very cool. Suzette. Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank, and I am a front-end developer at WebDev Studios, and I just released my very first plugin called Pinkify. It's super useful. <laughs> it is super useful. It's super useful, yep. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me Jason Tucker on Twitter and WPMedia.pro. Wow, this is the first time I've ever had that for my intro. That's awesome. We usually skip my intro altogether. We've got some heavy hitters today. We do. We and totally me. do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, how many of you folks do security work? Show of hands. Every day. Every yep. day. All right. So, Define security work. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's a good question. Well, uh, I mean, we work with WordPress websites, obviously, and WordPress websites have a ton of different uh, older vulnerabilities, and clients that aren't uh, privy to the information that we have are, are using those, and they're getting infected, and they're getting infected by automatic bot attacks, and they're sending out spam and other types of malicious activity all over the Internet just from hitting those sites, and a lot of those people come to us, and uh, people will call email, uh, come to us on chat, and we'll have to work them through those issues. Uh, really, Joe, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, well, um, <laughs> really, the worst that can happen is actually not really that your website gets destroyed or that you release all this data into the wild, but you could have a cross-site scripting vulnerability that's on your website, and a family member could come to your website, uh, be social engineered by this minor vulnerability that's being exploited by a hacker, and give access to a family member's computer, or empty out your own personal bank account because they were actually able to social engineer you to give up your last pass password or something like that. 
So yeah, not so, much. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just just day to day, you know, issues. You lose. The so you're telling me my grandma can get my grandma can get hacked by my own website? That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, we we actually hear some of those sad stories, you know, every once in a while, and it's 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 kind of part of uh, part of dealing with these issues. Those those stories are every once in a while, but the less once in a while, more frequent stories are ones where you are blacklisted from Google. Definitely. Or um, you lose your whole site content because there wasn't a good backup and things like that. So even though that's like the extreme of bad situations, the there's still a lot that happens, you know, that's not as extreme that's still super detrimental to your site. For, well, both of them. Sure. I mean, all of it, uh, it's, it's trust. Whether you're, if it's your family's website and you hack grandma, well, grandma ain't going to trust you on her with probably going to your website anymore if it's your, or if it's your client. I mean, it's all trust. True. What if your family just doesn't trust you in the first place? <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> okay, when did we turn to the Jerry Springer show? Was that like three months back? <laughs> and Kaylin, what are you working on? <laughs> um, what time is it? Five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> um, I do a lot of work on um, you know one-off themes for clients, so I do have to try and build with security in mind since we're basically handling the whole front end of the site, and then um, a lot of work in the uh, WordPress dashboard as well. Expand on that. What do you mean, build a theme with security in mind? So there's lots of things that you can do. Um, actually, if you look at uh, WordPress VIP, they have good. Um, standards set in place if you want to um, put a theme on their VIP um, uh-huh. things like uh, escaping all output um, when building the theme um, yeah that's a big one for them and something that people don't normally do in themes so for our audience that has no idea what you just said yeah. what is escaping all output? <laughs> so escaping all meaning really is what we just exactly. said um, basically, I mean the, the double underscore with the parentheses? Something like that. <laughs> There's actually quite a few. Um, I mean, like that, not at all. Just write that in a post, and that'll totally count. That'll escape everything. You won't get hacked. Go ahead, double no, underscore parentheses. You're good. You're ready you're here first, folks. That's translation, not escaping or sanitizing. Oh, oh. your output, sanitize your inputs. Okay, so let's. Let, I'm serious. Let's talk about Steve's these. Wait, what are you doing to your output? Steve's been doing it wrong for years. No. <laughs> Somebody's got to play the everyman on this show. Come on, let's have it. I mean, the essential thing is to remember that when you're echoing anything out onto a page that you don't know is completely trusted and say, quit making eyebrows at me, I can see you. Uh, (laughs) It's not a simple thing. You need to think about it. If you're echoing something onto HTML, you're going to use escape HTML. If you're echoing out into into an attribute of an HTML tag, then you need to use escape attribute or escape URL. Uh, There's so many different ways to do it. It's all contextual depending on how you're using it. Security is not easy, but if you miss it, damn, will it bite you in the ass. So, hey, uh, let's these, talk about security so wait, 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 for people. Real, real quick, wait, wait, real quick. So if, if I'm just getting the theme development and I want to learn this stuff, is there a page about this that you're talking about, George? Absolutely. There's a couple, both on uh, the Codex, and I'm sure there's a couple 
uh, else up on like a vip.wordpress.com and several others uh, talking about best practices. Great. Perfect. All right, go ahead, say. I have a page that I use for security. Um, The page I use is um, in the plugins repository, and it's something like wordpress.org slash plugin slash wordfence. That's the page that I use as my security reference. You're mentioning wordfence. (laughs) Yes, wordfence. I'm I'm a recent convert to wordfence. because I didn't used to think I used to think that my clients and their sites, you know, they're trying to be all self self-explanatory um, or self-using um, that they couldn't handle that stuff. But WordFence is actually super. You just install it and it's there and it tells you, you know, what's going on and it's like a really nice, easy to use, um, mellow plugin that doesn't do crazy things and scare people. So what are some, what are some of the other... I want my mellow. What are some of the other plugins that we could use then? Hold on, it's not totally mellow because it does email all the time saying problems found with your website and then all it is is like a plugin needs updated. But every time I read it, I'm like, oh! And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. So since, okay. since, since we mentioned mellow. one plugin, uh, like half the folks on this on this panel here make a plugin that do some type of security. They do! They actually do. I we mean, have we plugins far left and work our way to the right, and all what's of them it called? except for you and me, Steve. <laughs> Chris, what's yours called? I have iTheme security. A few uh, more downloads still than WordFence, and it's uh, actually WordPress is our biggest competitor, direct competitor. And George, when's it going to be in Jetpack? <laughs> um, we're hoping. That- <laughs> <laughs> let's, ask it, let's ask it differently. George, is Jetpack secure? Jetpack is secure. Have you double underscored all of your... <laughs> I have double underscored all of them. I've even escaped the outputs as well. Um, but uh, I think what we're actually talking about is uh, Automatic recently, about a month ago, acquired Brute Protect, uh, which... Acquired which? Uh, Brute Protect, yep. which uh, Sam Hotchkiss built up in Maine, along with a couple other folks. Um, that's basically uh, crowdsourcing brute force login attempts, which They is... should have called that plugin Popeye, because Brutus... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, George, as you were saying, because you feed it spinach and it works. <laughs> um, Brutus! The bad guy's name was Brutus! But we're currently working on migrating the infrastructure uh, across to the automatic servers. Um, and once we do that, we're going to drop it in Jetpack and ship it out to just seamlessly secure the logins of everyone using Jetpack. Um, brute force attempts are one of the most dangerous uh, ways that someone could gain access to your admin. Um, when, and I'm sure Joseph could speak volumes about the sheer number of people that use some of the most common passwords and how easy it is to, with a thousand guesses, get into a lot of sites. Uh, so just tightening, hardening, and if five people try and get from five different sites, well, okay, let's shut it down for a bit and let's make sure they're not getting their way in. Joseph, what about you guys? What do you guys got going on over there? Um, we have a uh, you know multiple layers of different security products, but the we do have a free plugin that's on the WordPress repository. It's just the security the security security plugin. Uh, it does auditing of logins, so you are going to get a lot of information about people that are trying to get in with those top you know ten top hundred passwords. You're going to get some options to actually harden the interface or harden the back end so that it adds files that completely. Uh, make it so that malware can't even activate in case you actually do get infected, but the big problem is that... Do you guys hear yourselves? Hey, hey, hey. Seriously, look. I know these words are funny, 
But let's let's be serious here. I know what? some of these words. No, why would we do that? Hold on, hold on. The thing that's important though is when we talk about plugins, is that everybody listening needs to know is that if you add a plugin to make your site cool, just adding that plugin doesn't make your site cool. You have to add security and actually invest in your security principles and understand them all. Otherwise, people are you're not even going to be able to. If, you're not going to have the same kind of comparable quality. Across and then your grandma is not going to trust you. Exactly. Rob, what do you guys it back around? Hold <laughs> on a second. Rob, what about you guys? What do you guys use over there? Um, I mean, as far as like you know, theme and plugin development stuff, like uh, we we use um, PHP Code Sniffer to kind of help out as we're building things, and that'll kind of like automatically check some of this stuff as you're working. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with it. It's kind of a little annoying to set up and install the first time. <laughs> but security plugin that's super annoying and hard to install. That's silly. I've never. Uh, it's it's useful for a lot of reasons though, not just security. I mean, it, it if you have it configured correctly, you can have it check for all kinds of things, and your the way that you're coding things will automatically warn you that you know your formatting's all screwed up and. All kinds of other stuff. It's fun. You know, so. I find that a lot of the security plugins out there are, are super duper helpful for developers. But if you're a user and you install even WordPress, I mean, except for the plugin updating, which is pretty self-explanatory, you know, the information that you get back from these plugins doesn't mean a lot to these people. They're just like, great. You're talking about a fine line between there's there's a very fine line between usability and security, and that is one of the weak spots of the plugins, and I know that's one that we're addressing very hard, as well as I mean, uh, automatic buying brute protect. When you're talking about a usability point on a plugin, theirs is one of the simplest as far as what they're trying to accomplish. So there's a lot of ways to do that. It is one of the big weak spots, though. You're right. I think doing the really working on prevention as opposed to you know fixing something once it's done is really especially for users the best way to go like limit login attempts and like what you're talking about with the brute attack is is great because that stuff's protecting there for being a problem which then you have to basically have some understanding of the back end and the inside of the site you have to you have to know that in order to even make sense of the stuff so I'm really a big fan of you know those those you know, hardening your back end. Yes, I said it. Um, first, and and the hardening is, is good as opposed to fixing. You know what I mean? So I well, think that's really important. There's three parts to security, too. There's protection, there's de detection, and there's recovery. WordFence and myself do very good at the detection, where we can only do a minimal amount of protection within the app itself. If you already got to the app, right. you've missed a few layers. That's what security does really well. And then there's recovery, which security or Regina Smola over at WP Security Lock do excellent work at. So there, there's three separate areas to this. But there, that, you know, I think people don't understand that at all because you hear the word security and you're just like, okay, it's secure or whatever. And I think doing more education on exactly that point you just made is really important. There are these different levels and there are some levels that users can do. And then there's points where if your site's hacked and you've got you know malware in it, you're, if you're a user, that's not something you're going to be able to deal with by yourself. And you can Google all day long, but it's not going to make any sense to you so at what's, all. So what's the first things that, that folks should be doing when you know wanting to you know lock down their site initially? Like the first thing that they should be installing before anything else? Like we'll a backup. Yeah. yeah. Taking a backup of their site. Number one thing. I'm such a huge fan of Vault Press um, lately. I just I, I used to really be so into 
WordPress backup to Dropbox, but the restore from that is really kind of convoluted. And for users, again, for giving them a site and letting them run it themselves, VaultPress is like effortless and amazing. And I just give all sorts of props to that. Thank you. Vail wants to give it a shot. If you go to vaultpress.com slash try it, you can get a free month. Nice. Oh. <laughs> is it, it's super cheap. It's only like $5 a month anyway. Right. Know. And it's $55 if you do a year. That's yeah. the cheapest insurance policy out there. It's cheaper than an hour of any of our time. Like, you know, Nine. and. Sure, well, and with the higher levels we, when it's doing <laughs> and with the higher levels when it's doing the daily security scans, it's actually doing those via SSH, so it's got to log in and scan your files. Because if it was just doing it via PHP, another plugin could potentially modify that. So it's like everything's good. Ignore all this hacking happening behind me. So by actually getting file system access, they can make sure there's nothing fishy going on behind the scenes. That's really cool. So um, I was also going to mention backups. Hang on. I was going to mention backups. If you're, certain hosts will have that as well. So if you're with WP Engine or Pagely or something like that, they're just going to do it for you uh, nightly. Okay, those hosts will. But Check with them. So Check I said with certain hosts. Yeah, certain hosts because you'll get, for example, like HostGator or even, God forbid, GoDaddy. Um, they do backups of the site, but they're not doing backups of the whole site. So those are not reliable. They're not necessarily backing up your database. Those aren't reliable as backups. So I, even though they're there, that's nice. Um, I tell my clients just that doesn't even count as far that's, as I'm concerned. That's like if they're Al, not reliable. That's like if Al Bundy's your webmaster. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, cool, I suppose that might be useful. Whatever, really. Oh, that's great. That's what gets you, George? Al Bundy? Really? really? It's the flannel. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Oh, Bundy, I get you. Good. Ten points. All right. So what's next? Suzanne had a great point. Wait, in the you chat. mentioned. Say, you mentioned uh, minute, minute login attempts. So yes, that's a good. I did. That's a good plugin to have. Yeah, and a great segue into what Suzette mentioned, which was Clef. And Clef, you're seeing more and more on even on auto installs, like so on SiteGrounds, Quick Install. Yeah. They're allowing you to install Clef, and Clef is from uh, Brennan. His last name I can't remember at the moment. Um, sorry, buddy. Um, Burn. There you go. So it's the two-factor login where you have to log in with your phone, which is a thing that you can do now, like with Google and such as well. So that that not only limits your login attempts, that means if you don't have phone service, you can't get onto your phone anymore or your site anymore. Not at all. You're stuck. All those plugins don't. Do it without. You don't need phone service to do it, and they don't limit login attempts. They just limit oh. that ability to log in without the second device. I was talking about um, on Google the other day. We were trying to. A client has two two process login, but the office I was in didn't have phone service, so we couldn't do the login. So it's great. Oh no. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had that problem with Clef or anything, but it was a specific isolated incident. I was going to say, where were you? My office is in an old Boeing building, so it's like freaking like on lockdown in there. It's like um, it's like a secret agent case. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't have a secret agent or anything. I was going to mention also say. Go ahead. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say that um, if you have certain hosts, they take care of the security for you. So, like, WP Engine actually does not allow WordFence. 
to be installed because it does run heavy. That's the one bad thing about WorkBench is it creates a lot of database tables and it runs kind of heavy. So yeah. if you have a super good host, they take care of that for you. So limit login those, attempts would be a good one. Those there. managed hosts like you know WP Engine and Pagely, they are handling that, and that's why you're paying that extra fee because you you know they're doing that. Um, and then there's like the semi-managed folks like at SiteGround where they have all the extra stuff you can plug in. But um, I mean, for the most part, let's be honest, these users aren't GoDaddy. Yeah, say I use a, I use one called uh, Google Authenticator um, for WordPress, and that one works pretty well. So okay, so let's talk about hosts for a second. There's there's constant stuff that comes out. Like this week or this past week, the uh, shell shock bash thing has been going all around, right? If I'm on a semi-managed host or I'm managing myself, you know, what if I don't? What if I don't update my uh, my, my Linux software? What happens then? Well, it's not if they let them use system calls or not. Wait, you're self-hosting on your own Linux server? I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, my scenario, I'm just, I'm just making conversation. Hypothetically, if I was running my own dedicated server, I don't know Linux, but I'm hosting it myself. Well, it depends how you're running a PC. If it's running via CLI or, not CLI, um, CGI. Um, <laughs> or if so, I mean, there are different configurations where it could be more or less vulnerable. But long story short, you done goofed. Like right after a breakup, you're super vulnerable. Okay. I don't I'm know. Asking, I mean, this stuff happens all the time. I mentioned this one before that. It was the Heartbleed bug. I mean, there's, you know, this oh, stuff yeah. happens constantly. Yep. You know, the thing is, it's important, I think, also, though, to explain to our clients, whether they're DIY clients or they're, you know, clients that we're managing. I think it's really important to explain to them that that's not just WordPress. That's the internet. You know what I mean? Like, Heartbleed wasn't just a WordPress problem. That's that's the internet gets hacked. The internet has these issues. And the entire internet. Yeah, mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of the internet. Um, so it's important, though, as far as client education goes, to explain that because you know, especially if you harp on security with a client, they start to freak out. It's like got the, the reverse effect, and then they're like, oh, well, maybe this isn't safe or something like that. Um, but so I really just try to explain to folks that it is. this is just part of technology. You know, stuff comes out, and then the, the hackers get into it, and then we fix it, and it's just a constant yeah, game. Yeah. So a, okay, how do I address this? A client asks this, and I get this all the time. You know, WordPress isn't secure. It's a hackable system. It's a hackable platform. No. So is your I know the answer to this. I'm just bringing this up because so I get this from clients. WordPress has a massive team that is protecting it, but every plugin doesn't have a massive team to do code review. So if you have a client that has 50 plugins on their website, obviously there's going to be a problem because automatic or the team that's behind, you know, the, the massive team that's behind WordPress hasn't got to review those particular plugins. And if they're not checking up on their own software. You know that they're making a really secure system insecure. And the fact of the matter is, every single piece of software out there has bugs in it. Nothing is going to be perfect unless it's like one line that just adds a filter or something. I mean, unless uh, you wrote it, George. Let's be honest. Even WordFence, uh, two weeks ago, uh, the guy announced a zero-day vulnerability in it. That, to their credit, WordFence immediately the next day shipped a security update that fixed every single issue that was brought up on it, and has fired off another security update since then. So. Every single plugin, especially those that aim to deal with security, are going to have more scrutiny and they're going to find bugs in it because, you know what, code is produced by humans. But the really essential bit is to keep your stuff upgraded, keep everything up to date, and uh, accept that if you don't want to get hacked, run a static HTML site. 
So, okay, I want to reiterate the point right? I just said. Wait, your site HTML site can also get hacked. True. Well, I, George, you so. just said something that's really cool <laughs> here, and I want to reiterate that for our audience, is keep your code up to date. So we're that's the most important thing you can do, whether you're talking about a phone or your OS or your website. That's the only way to stay on top of the game. Any time a plugin does a security update, update immediately because we deal with open source code. So if something is a security update, any hacker out there can look and say, oh, this is a security update. I can see exactly what changed, how to exploit on any sites that haven't updated it yet. Good point. Thank you. That that open source and the exposure of the flaw and all that, there was a a bit back, um, what was that in? uh, That was for MailPoet. Security Mm -hmm. called out MailPoet on putting out, um, June? Uh, not dealing with an issue or something, or not promoting it right away, and then MailPoet got all upset because security exposed the vulnerability before they had done the patch, and they're like, well, it's been out for like a week. So there was like this whole drama tussle about when should the, um, you know, when should a security, let, you know, company like, like security let people know what's happening, and when should they not? so that it can get fixed. It was a really interesting discussion. It, it's a black and white situation. If you find the problem, it has to be disclosed. It has to be let, the, the public has to know. And when we contacted and we reached out to them, we we let them finish and fix the code. Then then we immediately disclosed. They wanted a big, long period of time where, you could, where they could get people updated. But the fact of the matter was, even after a month of releasing the vulnerability and telling everybody, only 25% of people were actually updated. So it's a black and white issue. We need to get vulnerabilities out as soon as the patch is available. Do you so think that... Do you think the idea of having WordPress core push out updates that are very specific to security updates be something that might be uh, beneficial? Yeah, and they do. Uh, I, I believe that there, there are a number of plugins that the, that WordPress is able to automatically update uh, that if there is if there is bad issues like that. So I that happened back in April when there when we had internally discovered a security vulnerability with Jetpack. We worked with them, and we pushed out 11 concurrent point releases for every single version of Jetpack that was affected so that we could, uh, or so that the folks over at WordPress.org could update folks to a secure version of their current branch without giving them newer, more recent stuff that they may not be expecting. So it's so something that's done very carefully. That happened automatically with the Jetpack the update? Yes. Are there other plugins that have that kind? I mean, Jetpack's obviously yeah. an exception. Jetpack.org, any of the big plugins, that .org team will work with you on the big plugins to make sure that that update gets disseminated more, as quickly as possible. That's super cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That makes me happy. So I make sure that all of my themes contain an outdated Tim Thumb script. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's I mean step one, right? That's that's secure, right? I I just oh, want to make sure that's okay. Which Ben has even said he's no longer supporting, and he should move and use Photon and Jetpack instead. <laughs> the t- Ben of Tim Thumb. Yes. Oh wow. Binary man. I love it when plugin developers renounce their own plugins. They're like, I don't do that anymore. I don't talk to that. That's no good. Yeah, you've already lost the truth about it. Just yeah, just this weekend he announced it officially. Cool. That's great. That's kind of like Internet Explorer dropping support for Internet Explorer, or Microsoft dropping support for Internet Explorer. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I What? What? Yeah, I still didn't get it. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, now 
we need to know? Sorry. Yes. You need to... I was merely remarking, like, when they dropped conditional comments from IE11. Oh, right. I see. Were they using a double underscore there? <laughs> double underscore. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> that, was, that was a great circle. Point. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> but, again, that's tangential. And back to the security. The, point, the point is, right, and, and we all agree on this, one, this has to be something that is front and center of a concern for anyone who is using the Internet, and obviously particularly WordPress. If you have your own site, you have to have some sort of security plan, policy, process, system in place. It has to be there. Otherwise, you're just playing with fire. And if you're on a shared server or any like that stuff, you're also playing with other people's fire uh, because you know you could spread that and you could infect all sorts of different systems. So WordPress is 23% of the web, and we owe it to the other 77% to do a damn good job of this. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, Such definitely. water. Hey Joe, I'm yeah. gonna plug you guys for a second. What's what's the address? What's the URL of the blog uh, for uh, of the security blog? Oh wait, I've got it. It's blog.security.net. Yep. I, I just want to give oh, a yeah. shout out. Security answer. is security is where I get all of my security information. You guys are your blog is great. You provide good information that's not totally laden with jargon, but it has enough information to make good decisions, it's useful, it's on it, like, I think your blog is, like, one of the top blogs out there. Joe, do you, Thank you so write much. on the blog? Uh, I haven't posted any of my own articles yet, but now that I'm on the research team, I'm going to be uh, getting a little bit more into that. Now you know how awesome they are. Sweet. I get the platform now. <laughs> Yay. Very nice. Better well, that, note, that about wraps it up for today. Make sure you go to the website at wpwatercooler.com and click on the subscribe button. If this is your first time watching us, thank you for stopping by and watching and listening and all of that. If you don't want to watch us and you just want to listen to us, you can also get us over on iTunes, so hit the subscribe button over there as well. Cool. Thanks a lot for everyone for being on the show today. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>